0: At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17. Welcome inside the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. John Ledger and Trevor Sykema on a Wednesday morning, ready to talk about the NFL and talk about rookies whose debut performances are right around the corner. Trevor, we've been waiting for these guys to take the field in real, actual football so we can start to see how wrong your evaluations were and how right mine were. Jeez. I personally can't wait. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no preseason football is funny, isn't it? Because it is. um, you know we have the draft, and uh, like for 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 two straight months, really, we are so gung ho on the draft, and we are all about you know we're telling people our takes where a guy should go, where he fits, who we're high on, and then the draft rolls around and where people get picked. You know, you you'll see people be like, "Well, I, I thought he'd be picked that high," blah blah blah, and then we're we're so like in that nature. And like we're in that swing of things that when preseason football rolls around and it's like the first week of preseason, and like one player that you had that you were higher on than somebody else, if he makes like like one fifteen yard run, you go, "Yep, told you, career made, nailed it." <laughs> and so now
0: that's we exactly have to do that. what happens, though. Oh my
1: gosh, people think it.
0: you're kidding. I, it's exactly what happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm certainly guilty of it. So, but now we actually get to see them play. Real meaningful games. See how impactful they can really be. Mm. So it's. I mean, this is this is truly the exciting part,
0: right? And, and before we jump into that, I want to take a minute. We we have we've actually kind of forgot to do this, and, and I feel bad about it. But uh, until now, but uh, those that were affected by Hurricane Harvey uh, and and just everything going on in Houston uh, right now with the flooding and all of that, uh, you know, want to make sure that we're all doing our part as well. And you've obviously probably seen if you listen yes. to this. J.J. Watts thing, get you know, over 20 million, I think it was this morning, which is insane. Wow. Um, so people are giving an insane amount, uh, and not only of, of money, but time and resources and, and everything that they can. And it's awesome to see other countries come together, um, and just supporting that. And we just wanted to get out the word out to our listeners as well. If you haven't donated, donated yet, uh, or done something, help with the cause really would encourage you to think about doing that. If you're able, uh, red org is the is the spot to go. I think, uh, you know, if you want to donate, um, they have right on their main page there, they have a, a make it really easy and simple is to figure out how to donate to the Red Cross so that they can send you know, certified people to help the, the people in need, which is sometimes better than even like a bunch of us going down there, you know what I mean? And and, and sometimes it's just people in the way. Instead, you know, let's help send these professionals uh, into the field to, to be able to help uh, out these people. But um, definitely want to make sure. We actually, Chuck Diesel, one of our best listeners, reached out to me and, and was just kind of sharing like you know, the situation cause he's from around that area and him and him and his family are doing well, but they, they had to leave and they don't know travel wise when they'll be able to get back home. So definitely thoughts and prayers w- with Chuck and with his family. Um, but, um, it was interesting cause he was saying like just about the situation there and everything and, and wanting to make sure you know, the word got out uh, on the podcast. So, uh, we're happy yeah, to be able to yeah. do that for sure.
1: Um, no, yeah, absolutely. And if anybody, you know, is, is closer to the Texas area, maybe from Texas themselves, they probably know of other different organizations, maybe smaller organizations that the money might be, you know, where you give and what you donate to it might be activated faster just because it's a smaller corporation. Right. Not saying you know, donating to the Red Cross is bad. You know, every dollar helps, every penny helps right. for people recovering. But if you know any of you, the the smaller people helping out too, make sure make sure that you you look into that and, and that you're. Um, you know where your dollar is going, and you know where it can help because a lot of the times uh, that's the stuff that gets that gets the quickest. When you know you know your donation has to go through a big company, sometimes it doesn't always um, get to where it needs to go as quickly as it can. And so just make sure you're keeping up with that. Yeah, keeping everybody in your thoughts and prayers, doing everything that you can with them, but um, not just again, you know, not just talking about it, tweeting about it, but, but donating, um, making sure that you're a part of part of the help there because it's it's, it's not good stuff. As somebody who lives in Florida um, on the edge of something who, that, you know, we got Hurricane Irma coming in soon, I don't know where that's going to land yet, but we've seen what hurricanes can do, and I've seen it firsthand right. in a lot of areas that have been close by me, and so it takes a lot, and it takes a lot of help, so I, we would greatly appreciate anything that you could donate uh, to help those people out
0: absolutely we got week one games to talk about tomorrow night there will be a football game a real one I cannot wait Uh, a a big challenge for Kansas City in my opinion uh, and everyone's opinion really because they're playing New England uh, to open the season which is never fun Steelers had to do it a couple years ago got absolutely trounced Um, so uh, it's not an ideal situation even for a good roster Uh, but there is going to be a rookie in this game that I think Kareem Hunt and I said this when he was drafted and, and now Spencer Ware got hurt, which is a bummer, and he's going to miss the season. But I honestly thought Kareem Hunt might have taken that job anyway. Not that Kareem Hunt's even like amazing or was you know vastly underdrafted or something like that, but I just think that he's a good all-around back with an all-around skill set that to me was maybe even superior to Ware's. And Andy Reid has always found a way to use backs and maximize backs with those kind of skill sets. He was a great fit in Kansas City and I I'm excited to see what he can do. I know it's a good New England defense that takes away running backs and understands those matchups really really well, especially in the passing game, but I'm excited to see what Kareem Hunt does. I don't think it's going to be like a breakout week or anything, but be evaluate him against maybe the toughest opponent he'll play in his first uh his first game. You know, that's going to be it's going to be a good measuring stick for him.
1: Yeah, his tape was a lot of fun. Uh, I think he was I, I don't have my rankings up in front of me, but something like, you know, RB 5, 6, 7, 1, one of those things. Um, but I mean, his tape—it shows all-around game for a running back, mm-hmm. and he shows uh, determined running style. Uh, a guy that you would love to have on your field. I, I did not think, I did not think Kareem Hunt was going to start this year, just because I know how steep the NFL curve is for some guys, you know, getting down a playbook, everything. But you're right. In, in an Andy Reid offense, it'll be fun for, for for Hunt, and so he's thrusted into that responsibility already, um, which I think is funny because, like, say a guy like. I don't know where Hunt was ranked on your rankings, but like a guy mm-hmm. like Joe Mixon, right? Who, you know, it, it, off the field stuff aside, like t- we're just talking talent and right. depth chart wise, like incredible. Could have probably been RB one, really, and uh, he's he's third on the Bengals depth chart, you know. And it's like, come on, like he's clearly the best back that you have. He's gonna, team, p- you know? yeah. There's but no that's way. just it's it's just like it's just the way that teams handle their rookies sometimes, and so it's funny that you know Hunt gets that start right away. And it'll be fun for him. Um, but I didn't think he'd start right away. Now he gets a chance to. We'll get to see how much of that tape really pops out right away in his NFL career. So Well, and, and it's Lots funny. To like.
0: Oh, yeah, tons to like. And it's funny because Joe Mixon also has a really tough matchup uh, week one against Baltimore's run defense. So, And he'll be used, I'm sure, in the passing game as well. But both those running backs, I think, would be great plays, even fantasy football-wise. But those are pretty brutal matchups for week one
1: yeah and then on the other side for baltimore my boy tim williams edge two baby i don't know how much he's gonna play but
0: i don't either i don't know how much he and ty's bowser are gonna play it's gonna be interesting to see what baltimore does a ton of these edge rusher situations are really fluid like terrell basham technically not in the colts starting lineup but he'll probably get some burn and that's true for like all the colts rookies like
1: the colts don't have any pass rush they don't have have any players
0: period that are good other than maybe the rookies we'll find out but
1: is is Hooker playing? No, you he's that up?
0: playing, but I, they said he's going to be like very limited because he hasn't gotten much time. But what like, does let's that be mean? honest. Yeah, let's be what honest. What does that mean? Would you rather have a guy with dynamic upside playing or a guy no. that definitely sucks?
1: Wait, I, I wait. I answer the question before you finish the question,
0: right? Because uh, it was that obvious.
1: <laughs> I don't like. You can't like if you're going to play Malik Hooker, just play him. Like, I don't, don't, that, that limited thing is, is, doesn't make any sense to me. What are you going to, what are you going to put Hooker in for like only single high plays? Right. So then, so then the offense knows exactly what's going on. So you're
0: going to play Matthias Farley. (laughs) I I don't even know who that is, so I should laugh. Look, man,
1: look, man, nothing against Matthias Farley, okay? But like, if, if Hooker is healthy enough to play, you let him play.
0: Who do the Colts play? I don't. Some they play the Rams. They play They're the, Rams, the okay? Rams. right. I'm about to say Sammy Watkins is going to take the top off Matthias Farley before the first quarter's over.
1: But I'm saying, I'm saying, if Hooker is healthy, you play him. Don't give me that limited bull crap.
0: Yeah. Right. Has he played football before? Done. He's better than Farley.
1: Right. It's not like him being injured like had him blind and bedridden where he couldn't learn the playbook. Like the dude's got and it. And even like,
0: Rashawn Melvin's going to play over Quincy Wilson. Because Wilson's been banged up in the preseason. All right, I don't buddy.
1: know who Rashad Melvin is. Nobody uh, does. So. I
0: mean, you're not even saying his name right, but I'm not going to correct you because it's unimportant. All right. right. Nate Hairston's the nickel. He's, He's their fifth fall round pick. we can into the pick. pod
1: next week and be pissed. <laughs> if, if
0: Rashawn Melvin calls into the pod mad because we got his name wrong, we've actually finally made it. But probably, <laughs> the Colts have. The Golds have a ton of rookies contributing, though. Because it'll be a matter of time, probably by halftime, that Quincy Wilson and and, uh, and Malik Cooker are both starting officially. Nate Harrison, their fifth-round pick, the starting nickel. Anthony Walker starting an inside linebacker, the fifth-round pick, uh, next to John Bostick. I mean, it's because everybody sucks on their roster, but still, I think these guys pre- are at least promised. They present promise. Marlon Mack had a good preseason. He'll be backing up Frank Gore. I bet we see a good bit of him. Um they cut Zach Banner their 4th round pick. Otherwise, he'd probably be in there somewhere.
1: Well, I mean, he's trash. I mean, so. yeah, he's he a bad football player. Nice
0: guy though. I feel bad cuz really nice guy, but just a really bad football player. Um, a 4th round as a 4th round pick. Yeah, that was a That was a swing and a miss right there, no question. Um So, yeah, they have tons of rookies ready to contribute. And we mentioned Basham as well, um who I think will will get a good amount of time in the rotation. So, yeah, there's a lot going on there with with uh, the Indianapolis. They may have more rookies out on the field. You know, if you add up all the rookie snap counts, they have may may have more uh, snaps uh, cumulatively by all of all their rookies if they actually play Hooker and Wilson like they should. They'll probably have more snaps than any other team from their rookies. Just I mean, and 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 why not? You, your roster's terrible, and and Ballard knows that. He's got they got to start somewhere. They're rebuilding. I shouldn't say rebuilding because they have a franchise quarterback, one of the best five in the league. But whatever, they mismanaged that situation too. So.
1: Wait, Jacoby Brissett?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, Jacoby Brissett, yeah. Didn't you see he had, like, the greatest performance ever in preseason history? Did you see that, though? What? When the Colts traded for him, they traded Dorsett for him. The, like, news release that they put out said, we've traded Philip Dorsett for Jacoby Brissett, former Patriots third-round pick, blah, blah, blah. And then the next paragraph started, like, Brissett is coming off maybe the greatest performance in in the NFL preseason history by a quarterback. (laughs) I was like, that's great, man. Way to sell it.
1: You, guys, you gotta man, do. You gotta sell it. I'm. Hey, I respect it. Beautiful. They gotta sell tickets, baby. Exactly. I respect
0: it. Uh, two really good rookies gonna be facing off in. There, there are two rookie, rookie on rookie matchups that I'm really excited. I use the word matchups probably pretty loosely, and and there'll be other ones I'm sure that you guys want to bring attention to uh, that you should. But one is TJ Watt rushing the passer for the Steelers and the pocket presence of Deshaun Kaiser because. I, I, as much as I thought Kaiser did have some issues and I'm sure those will manifest themselves, his pocket presence is superb. So how does he play with the guy like Watt coming after him, Dupree from the other side? Watt is going to be up going up against Joe Thomas. So good luck young bull. Um, but at the same time, Bud Dupree is going to go up against whatever schmuck the Browns are running out there, right? Tackle these days. Wow, so rude. That was rude. That was really insensitive, but let's be honest. Cameron Irving was starting for this team last year and He's gone now, uh, but Bud Dupree couldn't beat anyone for a sack when he came back, and he went around Irving like he was nailed to the floor. So Irving is gone now, but it was a competition all year in camp between he and I think Sean Coleman. Uh, It's not going to be pretty for the Browns on the right side, but the rest of the offensive line, much, much better. So um, I do expect that to be a good matchup, and now Kaiser plays obviously against a pretty good Steelers defensive front. I know the secondary is not great, but – Pretty good Steelers defensive front. You know, going to be a lot to be said. But I remember the days when the Steelers would just eat up a rookie quarterback if they played him. And uh, lately they've had a little more struggles uh, with that defense uh, being not quite as what it once was. But I think they're rebuilding that side of the ball too. So uh, Kaiser's obviously one to watch. I mean, we don't even need to. I mean, right? I mean, he's the only rookie quarterback. Is he the only one? Because Tyrod Taylor's starting, so Peterman won't start. Watson won't start. Trubisky won't start, but he'll probably be in by halftime after Glennon throws three picks in the first half uh our first quarter excuse me um I don't think any of the rookie quarterbacks are starting right
1: uh I think that's it um Davis like, Webb Keiser,
0: Davis Webb hasn't overtaken Eli Manning
1: yet Kaiser's gonna Jesus uh <laughs> Kaiser's gonna be fun because this is a guy who like during during the year I had him as my QB1 and then during the off season, I I was kind of tipped off to all of this you know him quitting football and uh, like him not having the best attitude and like him being maybe fragile minded as a quarterback. And I was like, all right, I mean, you can't, you can't have that as a franchise quarterback, but in terms of talent, like Kaiser had tons of talent. He had enough like arm talent and, you know, pocket ability for me to make him my QB one at some point, but I just didn't believe in him above the shoulders because of what I heard. Um, huh, see, I
0: I had no issues with him. I heard some of that stuff too, but I, you know, Brian Kelly being Brian Kelly, idiot. right? Um, well, that's
1: the thing is that now he's in Cleveland, and I, you know, I saw him in person playing the Bucks a couple of weeks ago. He looked, he looked great. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, for for a rookie, obviously, but yeah. I mean, it, like confidence wise, mentality wise, it looked like it was all there for him. So, you know, we're talking about a guy who could have been argued one of the. the one of the top passers from the class as right. long as, it, you know, he's mentally there and he's confident. So, I mean, he deserves to be, I guess, the first rookie to start from the, well, the other situations. And yeah, Sean Watson I mean, should start in Texas, but, or for Houston, but yeah. that's. Another it's point. completely
0: dependent on situation. You know, I mean, if Baxton Lynch hadn't been hurt, Brock Osweiler doesn't even have a gig in the NFL right now, more than likely. So, I mean, it's one of those Both situations bad, where, so. the, yeah, well, the right. And the Browns quarterback spot was so—I mean, it was so bad. I mean, Cody Kessler—they were talking he was going to get cut, and Kevin Hogan passed him up. Kevin Hogan passed him up, and Brock Osweiler couldn't even stay on the roster. So people God. tried
1: to tell me they're like, "Hey, you know, like we got to give Cody Kessler his time, man. He played pretty well. You know, it was a bad Browns team." Oh and my I was just gosh! Shut like, up! Yeah. Are you serious? Remember last What's year when Cody, Cody Kessler? Kessler at USC man. Cody it's Kessler went.
0: The, it was the same. It's going to be the same deal this year as it was last. But remember last year, Cody Kessler went in the third, and Jacoby Brissett went in the third, and now, and then everybody was like, "Oh, those are dumb picks." And everybody was defending the picks, like, "Oh, you know, oh, Cody Kessler could work with you, Jackson. It could be a great fit." And blah blah blah. And you know, sometimes the guy's just not throw. good, even if he fits. And then Jacoby Brissett's already off his original team. And if you were any good, the Patriots hang on to you. So um, well. he had a, until he came off that that preseason. That amazing preseason performance, the greatest of all time. That was impressive. But the rest of his preseason was uh, pretty much dog crap. So uh, I, it was funny how that happened. And then we're going to have the same thing happen this year because Davis Webb, uh, C.J. Beathard, <coughs> give me the same situation. They're going to light C.J. up. C.J. Beathard actually had
1: year. one of the greatest preseason performances of all time. That he had that long
0: run that blew my mind. He actually could he start four, there at some point because Brian Horner is ahead of
1: 400 him. 400 yards passing or something yeah. stupid, right?
0: Yeah, who cares? C.J. Beathard, he's not good. I don't care. Uh, you can you can record this if you want, and then play it back for me when C.J. Beathard's in the Hall of Fame years from now. But if he's in the C.J.'s Hall of Fame, some come days, on the pod. Cal Shannon will be the greatest coach ever in, in NFL history. So C.J. is going to come think. on
1: the pod, and we're going to talk about it.
0: Then we'll have made it a future Hall of Famer <laughs> on the pod.
1: If we get C.J. Beathard
0: on the pod, made it. <laughs> uh, hold on. what on other rookies are out there? Uh, oh, uh, Leonard Fournette. How about that, Jacksonville this week? Uh, we're not sure if he'll start or not
1: <laughs> get out of here are you kidding me that's the same thing man it's the same thing as Malik cooker dude stupidest
0: thing i ever heard just say you're starting these guys who are so scared to start rookies these old school coaches like that old you know that's coughlin talking you know uh, yeah we're not sure we may run chris ivory out there to see how many times he can run into i mean the this is the same linemen.
1: organization this is the same organization that 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 had a quote unquote open quarterback competition for about a week and a half. Yeah, um, all of their quarterbacks played bad. Uh, the one that actually played the best was labeled third on the depth chart, and they Wait, named. Blake are Portal you trying Starter. to vouch
0: for Brandon Allen right now?
1: Look, man, you know I'm he got cut.
0: Brandon, right, he's listen, not even on the listen,
1: roster. <laughs> listen to me. I uh, <laughs> I am not. I'm not a Brandon Allen truther. No, you like are. Like a lot of these. Like a lot of these other people are, but like Blake Bortles sucks butt. Yeah. He's straight he's certified Todd, He's certified Chad
0: butt cheeks, as okay. one of our listeners would so, say.
1: So that what they did what they did to counteract Blake Bortles being butt cheeks <laughs> is they they cut his competition and they cut Brandon Allen and Chad Henney so they were like, Oh now Chad Henny's still that. there. Is he? That's I fake thought he got news. cut.
0: I don't think he's still on the roster that I'm looking at right now.
1: Okay. Well, maybe well who else Whatever. would they
0: have a quarterback?
1: I don't know. That's it's why ride or I, die I with to...
0: Bortles. QB one Wait. and QB only. No, <laughs> Henny's still there. <laughs> I'll be cutting my read, too quick.
1: I read a tweet like a week ago, and it must have been somebody trolling that said that Henny had been cut, and I went, well, that's one way to make a quarterback decision. Pick a yep. bad one and cut the other dude.
0: Cut everybody else. Uh you, by the way, this will cheer you back up if you were as, as uh, despondent as you sounded there. But Corey Davis <laughs> is officially uh, week one on first, first string on the depth chart uh, for the Titans week one depth chart. So he barely played yeah. in the preseason, but he doesn't need it because the GOATs don't need that time. They just need the opportunity to play. I, uh, I can't remember. You,
1: you were on team, Corey Davis, oh, right? Oh, yeah. He
0: was like my fifth uh, overall player or something like that. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Thank yeah. God. Somebody, somebody tweeted me the other day. Oh, God, what were they talking about? Oh, they were talking about the Bucks. And Chris Sims had Chris Sims had the Bucks like ranked like twentieth in the league. Like mm. they were one of the tw- they like they were the twentieth best team. And somebody tweeted at me a screenshot of that, and they asked me like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And I almost was just like, "Well, Chris Sims said that Corey Davis wasn't good, so I'm gonna go ahead and just disregard everything he says from here on out, if yeah. you guys don't mind." I mean, but- Chris Sims
0: has said a lot of things that made people think he needed some help so
1: i i didn't i didn't tweet that just because Corey davis hadn't played in the preseason yet so maybe i'll go back and tweet after yeah. he scores three touchdowns this right. weekend um go find so his yeah, old tweets you
0: know. and just quote tweet him after
1: that's what i'm here he for dude who are they
0: playing yeah. they're playing oakland aren't they or no uh, am i wrong about that uh, yeah they're playing I, oakland. yeah oakland so it'll go be
1: ahead. a shootout
0: so here's Oakland's situation, by the way. Uh, Sean Smith got torched all preseason.
1: I thought by the way got hurt. By the way, hold on. Sorry, before we get away from the Titans, start Derrick Henry. Okay, there you go. You're up.
0: Wait, why are we starting Derrick Henry? Because he averaged 2.3 yards per carry in the preseason? Is start, that
1: why? Start Derrick Henry. All start, right, you're up. Oh, start
0: him over DeMarco Murray. All
1: right, yeah, start Derrick Henry. All right, the floor is yours. Yeah, that's not going to happen.
0: Um, the Raiders situation right now for rookies, uh, not ideal. Uh, not only has Sean Smith been terrible, he's not a rookie. He's the veteran has been terrible, but Gary Conley hasn't been healthy enough. He just came off pop like a week ago. They're not sure whether he's going to be able to do much at the beginning of the season because he hasn't gotten much time with the team. And so he's another, you know, the member, they were hesitant to start Carl Lawson last year, uh, and instead, uh, got torched a couple weeks before they were, uh, went that route. Um so now they have Garron Conley as backup. I don't know what his status is going to be for week one. They have Travis Carey who isn't good. They have Sean Smith who's been getting shredded since he got to Oakland. David Amerson's barely better. Um and so that secondary is a train wreck right now. And Obi Malfunwu is on injured reserve because he got hurt. Um which is about as bleak a situation as you could ask for for Oakland. So things have been just dreadful because they actually went out and they addressed the secondary like they needed to, and it hasn't even mattered because Conley and Malfon have both been hurt.
1: And well, on the good, I mean, on the good side, if you, if you go down a little bit to their linebacking core, um, <laughs> I can only recognize one name that's on their entire damn roster from the linebacker core. Bruce
0: Irvin, so, um, who isn't even a real linebacker.
1: Right, he's a pass rusher. So, like, yeah. I literally don't know. I, I, I did not recognize the names of any of the linebackers that play for the Oakland Raiders.
0: Yeah, it's a rough situation right now, for sure. That that defense is going to be the reason why this team has issues this season and why I have no freaking clue who wins the AFC West because the Chiefs have had a bizarre offseason. The Raiders' defense Chargers. is massively concerning to me. The Chargers are cursed, and they keep getting Chargers. guys hurt.
1: I, it's hard for me to
0: believe the curse is lifted. And the Broncos— Chargers. I mean you could play quarterback better than anyone on the Broncos, so
1: I could I'd be the best Trevor on the roster. You,
0: you would be. Actually Vaughn Miller said today my wife yelled up to me while I was working and she said, Do you see Vaughn Miller said Trevor Simeon looks like the next Peyton Manning? I said, What So like, No,
1: he meant he meant like last year of He meant his like
0: the dead arm Peyton, Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah. He just like wasn't clear. Armed,
1: like noodle armed Peyton.
0: Yeah. No, I can get on board with that, Vaughn. I hear you, man. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I got you. Um, Derek Barnett is the rookie that I'm like. How are you starting Vinny Curry over Derek Barnett? Like, this is another one of those situations, man. Like, just give it to us straight. Vinny Curry, you signed him to a big deal. You made a stupid mistake. Clearly, he sucks. Don't is put Vinny him Curry out bad? there. Like, like, yeah, he's bad, man. He's not good at all. Well, um, I
1: didn't- I didn't think yeah. he was bad. Nah, he's
0: not good. I mean right. he's fine if he's your like third, fourth pass rusher, and then when he's done with his rookie contract, you just let him move on. You know what I mean? Like he's a f- but, but they when, you, when you sign oh Is yeah, they saying? signed him to a big extension. And then, you know, then you get yourself in a world of issues. So um whatever. He's starting technically. Burnett will actually be starting uh before long. Um so but, uh, yeah, that situation there with the pass rusher. So some of those weird pass rush situations, like you said, Tim Williams Tyus Bowser. What kind of role will they play? Judon you know, is going to be in the mix there as well. Obviously, Suggs. Um, how quickly will those guys get out there on the field bashing we talked about? Um, and the other rookie matchup one-on-one that I'm really looking forward to, and I think everybody should be, and that I'm actually writing about for Fan FanRag Sports, and I think it'll be up like Friday or Saturday. But the other one I'm looking forward to is Christian McCaffrey and Reuben Foster. How fun is that gonna be? Because they're oh, gonna be boy. in coverage against each other. I'm sure. Right? I mean, you're gonna get to see the best linebacker in the draft against the best route running running back in the draft. Um, probably flexed out wide in dynamic, you know, type situations, and that's gonna be a heck of a matchup, man. I'm excited to watch that.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. I'm glad that you're surprised
0: uh, that I, I offered good analysis in the midst of all well, this.
1: Very, yeah. No, I'm 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 glad that you. No, I'm not glad. I can't I can't say that. Um <laughs> it's oh, how do I say this? Um it's something there you go. It's <laughs> well
0: something well said. It's wow. something
1: that, that the 49ers, whoever the starting linebacker got a little dinged up and that uh that allowed for Ruben Foster to now play. How gracious of them. Oh to yeah. Play, <laughs> to play the best player on their defense. Oh, uh, it's just so
0: yeah, Malcolm Smith got hurt and it's just I mean
1: That's the thing, that like that's what what you just said like two minutes ago. Where teams are so weird with rookies, just
0: so weird.
1: Just start the kid. Come on, like he was clearly ahead of his time when he played at Alabama, and in the preseason game when you gave him playing time, he was a monster. Yeah,
0: it's like, oh well, yeah, well Malcolm Smith played for six years, yeah, but he yeah. sucked for five of them, so. Does that matter Wait, or we can talk about Super
1: Bowl MVP, Malcolm Smith? Yeah,
0: Super Bowl MVP,
1: Cause, Malcolm Smith. Because I won't have that disrespect here. Hey, we'll listen, I gave him top. a
0: year. I gave him one good year, which is might be kind. So, but that's the situation. I mean, even you remember Pittsburgh with Martavis Bryant a couple years ago. Now, Mart Bryant was perceived as really raw, and to be fair, he probably only knew two routes when they activated him to the active roster. But he ran those what routes was, really freaking well. What was well. it?
1: Nine curl.
0: Nine nine curl. That's it, man. That's all he knew. Uh, and he ran those routes really freaking well. And he had like a touchdown hundred yards receiving or something against the Texans in his debut performance. So
1: I felt like that's all Mike Williams did at Clemson. So oh, maybe that's just easy. Maybe that's just a Clemson thing.
0: Oh my goodness. Easy. <laughs> Why well, you going to diss Sammy Watkins, Deandre Hopkins too with that talk? Oh my
1: goodness. Yeah, yeah sure. They're all good. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but the, they,
0: all they no, ran more routes than that. Martavis only ran two routes because that's all that he cared to study. <laughs> That's all they use them for. Martavis, run we deep. Just named, Martavis, we just run named deep and then come receivers. back to the ball.
1: We just we named four receivers from Clemson who are all really good. So apparently it's not an insult if yeah. I think they're only running nines and curls because they're dominating in all of them. So I don't they know. They
0: are. They are absolutely. It's ridiculous. I hope Lonnie Williams is an animal because the reputation yeah. of wide receiver there is getting. It's insane. Um, any other rookies? I can't think. Uh, you know, those were the matchups I was really looking forward to. I, Dallas has like a big bazillion rookies in the secondary. I don't know how that's going to work out for them. But um, I think Feeney is going to start on the offensive line for for the Chargers. Um, you know, I would love to see Carlos Anderson play, but I think he's – I thought he was hurt um, for Denver. I think he was on the pup list or something. But – Um. um I, He's going on IR. That's what happened. He's going on. Carlos Anderson's going on IR. That was one of the guys I was most Lumber. looking forward to seeing playing this season. He hurt his thumb, so I'm hoping. But there's that act that you can reactivate guys or bring them back now. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that uh, ends up happening with him. We'll see. Yeah, but,
1: uh, I don't. Th- I believe you don't have to designate <laughs> anybody anymore. It yeah, can just be two people at any time. Right, something like that. So
0: uh, then Marshawn Lattimore, of course, uh, looking at, against uh, you know top five quarterback in the NFL, Sam Bradford, um, according to some rankings. Um, okay, no, I'm just kidding. That's sure. not. That's not fair. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. <laughs> anybody okay. from Minnesota? Uh, is there a guy from Minnesota that we like that we're excited to see? Um, Can you think of Rodney anyone? Rodney Adams?
1: Rodney Adams?
0: <laughs> okay. You set yourself up for that. I was actually talking about Dalvin Cook. I didn't mean to come at your neck like that.
1: but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, <laughs> actually, even, how about everybody? For I, the- you
1: know what? You know what? I would actually like to have him on the pod to let him know that me being somewhat negative about him uh, is what propelled God to have good fortune on him despite me, like it always happens. Because oh um, he had a great preseason and made the fifty-three, so that's funny, man.
0: Yeah, that's it was definitely because you were mean about him, mean to him. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. That's why. <laughs> man, like, if you if if you're listening, and you got to learn anything about this. Uh, football gods hate me, so. <laughs> Just take note when we start predicting games or I start really liking a player.
0: Not real God, coming, just football man. gods.
1: No, no, no. No, okay. real God loves me. But okay, football good. God, football God, she's toying with me. Right.
0: Well, the Vikings have like a gazillion rookies that did well, which isn't a surprise because we named them one of our best draft classes and they obviously were because Dalvin Cook's going to be a beast. Jaleel Johnson's going to start on the D-line. Pat Alford's going to start on the offensive line. And even Danny Isadora may work another way at some point. And then you obviously have Rodney Adams and and Stacey Coley at a good preseason too. So, so yeah, Vikings set to go. Saints set to go. That's going to be a fun one to watch for with rookies as well. Um, I don't know. There's so many, man. We could go on and on. Uh, But rookies, it's just going to be a matter of they may not officially be starters on the depth chart, but they're the better players in a lot of these situations. Let's see them play. That's going to be my biggest thing. with a lot of these rookies, so tomorrow we'll keep looking ahead. We got to talk about the college football games this weekend and who we're looking forward to seeing, and, and some some matchups there that have really caught my eye. Individual matchups that are going to be exciting to watch. Um, and then Friday we might have a little fun, man. We're gonna we're gonna pick some of these games and we're gonna um, you know kind of give you. Yeah, we haven't done this yet, but we have to give our, you know, who our playoff teams are in the AFC, who our playoff teams are in the NFC, get it out there for the people so you guys can capture the recordings and then come back at the end of the season and be like, wow, you guys are amazing. You nailed all the playoff teams and all the wildcard teams and you're the goats. And we'll be like, yeah, we are. It's no big deal. Uh, we'll, we'll do that uh, before the weekend is over. Um, and we'll come back Monday. And, man, we've got a full slate. We've got college football to talk about Monday. We've got NFL football to talk about. It's going to be freaking awesome. Can't wait. Until then, keep it locked right here, folks, on Locked On NFL Draft. Fall has arrived at JCPenney, the perfect time to refresh your home. From now until Sunday, get up to 50% off select comforter sets, furniture, and the most comfortable mattresses from top brands like Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, Beautyrest, and more. And save 50 to 60% on select sheet sets, plus an extra 15% with your coupon on select home items. Hurry and soon. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 928 to 10.9 on select home items, furniture, and mattresses. Prices valid 928 to 101. Selections vary by store while supplies last. Fitting on regular and original prices. Intermediate markdowns may have been taken. Some exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.